Alright, hello! Oh my goodness, I have been waiting to tell you guys this for a long time. Now that I've dropped, uh, I've dropped a few hints, we've kind of discussed this a little bit. I reached out to some of you guys for some names and some thoughts on different names. But today, I get the... I mean, I'm excited to kind of make an official announcement, some ministry updates. Uh, this show is going to be different than most of my shows and the ones that are coming up that I want to tell you about in the sense that I'm not here to, to teach something or, or help address a very specific issue. This is more of a ministry update for those who are following the ministry. Now, there is going to be a Q&A at the end if you have questions about the ministry, if you have questions, uh, general apologetics, worldview, cultural type of questions that you want to kind of talk about and think through. You can either send those in the live chat, as always. Uh, you can also call into the show. Uh, not many people do that, but that is an option. You can call in and kind of have a conversation with me. And uh, so I just want to kind of be here to help you think well and uh, think critically about your cultural engagement and engaging the culture with a biblical worldview. And so my name is Ryan Pauly, and that is what I am here to do if you are here for the first time. Thanks for sticking through that intro. Again, if you want to kind of skip through the ministry updates. Eventually, there will be some timestamps below uh, where you can do that um, and then kind of jump to the Q&A if there are questions that come in. Now, with that said, big update. As I kind of mentioned, I want to help you think well. Um, I'm excited to announce the launching, the foundation of ThinkWell. Uh, this is a, an organization that I just founded. I've been working on this for the last uh, little while behind the scenes. And uh, hi, Slam. Thanks for being here. And, um, you know, let me give you a little bit of backstory, right? So uh, for those of you kind of who have been following this channel for a while, you, you know my ministry, uh, you know what's kind of been going on behind the scenes, so to speak. Um, but this all started back in 2000. And 15, I was a missionary in the Dominican Republic, and I started kind of a coffee, coffee house ministry with the missionaries there in the country that functioned as a church. Uh, the coffee shop was used as a church uh, on Sunday mornings, but then each night we had a different theme of the night. And so uh, I would go one night, I would go multiple nights, but uh, one night the theme was kind of apologetics theme. And so it was come, ask your questions, just have conversations. And, and that's kind of how this ministry started is showing up at that coffee shop, uh, having some people come in, talk about theology, talk about apologetics and religion, have those conversations. And then I started a blog and then I titled it Coffee House Questions com And that blog just kind of was my way of kind of, hey, this question was asked and here's kind of a response to it. And I started responding in that way. Now, eventually, obviously, in June of 2015, I moved back to the United States where I started attending Talbot School of Theology, Biola University to get my master's degree in apologetics. This is what I love. This is what I was excited to do. And so that is kind of how the ministry began. 2016, I was challenged by Jay Werner Wallace to not only have a blog, but to have a podcast. And he said, hey, you'll figure it out. You know how to do this, right? It's not that hard. And so after about a month or so of research, the podcast began. And I started podcasting and, again, sharing my thoughts and getting my thoughts out there. And as I've said many times on the podcast and now on YouTube, I love doing this because not only do I just love kind of getting the information out of me, right? I don't want to just sit there and learn and soak up all this information just so I can have it, but I want to use it. I want to teach it. I want to share it with other people. I want to make it useful and hopefully build you up with the same information that has encouraged me and built me up and built up my faith. And so that's what I did on the podcast. And for many years, um, it was just kind of me doing it for fun as a side hobby. And so all the equipment I bought and the programs I had and everything was just coming out of my own, profit, pro, uh, my own pocket um, because I just loved doing it. 
And obviously in about 2020, or actually 2019, I started YouTubing more frequently and sharing short videos. 2020, I started doing more interviews right before COVID hit. And that is kind of where we are at now. So for the last few years though, uh, my church, as I've talked about a couple times before, my church has recognized me as kind of a sent missionary apologist, right? So not only are missionaries uh, going out to other worlds, uh, other countries, other cultures to evangelize, to share the gospel, and to call people to repentance, but there needs to be missionaries right of this culture as well. And, and my church's view, and, and it still is mine today, even though things have changed, is, is to be connected to a local church. Right, to have a ministry as part of a local church where the church is supporting and the church is holding that person accountable, where there's accountability to the elders of the church in the way that scripture kind of calls. And so that is how things function for a while. And so maybe you're aware, maybe you're not. Uh, but once the church started that kind of process, funding was able to go through the church to me to support this ministry. So just like any other missionary, fundraises to support the cost of the ministry, to support some living expenses, to keep the lights on and, and to do everything that they are called to do and to, to kind of help cover the cost of the time and, and expenses of the ministry. Um, the same was true of me and the people started to give through my church to support this work. Now, why things have changed is that unfortunately, due to a, a wide range of circumstances, uh, my church has actually closed doors. Uh, the, the church has shut down. Um, and, and so once that process started to happen, it was kind of like, okay, so this avenue of giving for people is no longer going to be available. I can no longer be a sent missionary of a church if that church does not exist. So I started talking to the pastors and, and to others and trying to think through the best possible way to not only keep this ministry going, but really to, to keep those who have a heart uh, for who who want to be part of this work, right? Uh, and have a heart for this work to continue supporting and and building up and hopefully growing this ministry to impact and 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 reach more people. And so, with all that said, what was come down to and what was decided is the best way to go about doing this would be to just create my own ministry. And so, I started all the paperwork and I started working through everything. And, and in that process. Thinkwell was formed. Now, the name is kind of, um, under, uh, you know, maybe undergone, not, not, not changes necessarily, but the meaning has maybe kind of grown and expanded, right? As, as I've talked about again before on the show is that uh, I'm going to be starting my doctorate here in January, and it's a doctorate in engaging mind and culture, right? The idea is to help Christians and, and equip the church and equip believers to understand and think well when it comes to what they believe and think about Christianity, but as well as the worldviews and the ethical issues that are impacting and shaping the way that we approach the culture and, and is shaping the culture itself. And so trying to understand the worldviews that are affecting the way that we are living and the way that we believe and the way that we think and act, and then trying to understand all the ethical issues issues and apply a biblical worldview to those issues. So through apologetics and through biblical worldview, um, engaging the culture well, after we've kind of engaged our mind and thought well about who God is and, and what uh, we are called to do as God's disciples. And so part of that doctrine is thinking well, and then engaging that mind to think well and think about all these things well, so that we can accurately and more effectively engage the culture. And so since that is going to be my emphasis in my school and hopefully is kind of what I've been trying to do over the last few years. And also to, hey, Gma Joe, thanks for being here. You did catch it live. Um, and and trying to, has been my emphasis and will continue to be my emphasis as I grow in this uh, ministry. Uh, I want to, again, train you to think well. So that was my idea. 
as I propose the name out there and like, hey, what do people think about the name Think Well? Uh, training the church to think well. And I got two responses that were like, hey, I love the double meaning behind it. I was like, well, what's what's the double meaning? What are you talking about? And it was like, well, not only are you training people to think well, but it's also kind of like a think well, like a think tank, right? Where where it's like, here's the place where we come to think, you know, and to expose ourselves to different ways of thinking and, and to deeper thoughts and deeper processes. And I thought about that. And I go, I like that idea, right? This think well, like a think tank. But then also... Um, kind of in that same line, one of the things I do a lot on the show is exposing you to Christian thinkers, right? And so kind of the, the deep well of Christian thinkers who are out there, who have thought through these issues. I want you to know them and I want you to interact with their material and hopefully be encouraged by them so that you grow in your ability to think well and engage the culture with a biblical worldview. And so all those things kind of together, uh, kind of, I love Hey, I love the name that I came up with. <laughs> um, I came up with this. Of course, I should love it. Um, but also, again, I think it really does reach or, or, or accurately reflect kind of the meaning. Now, I, again, I was talking to others who are like, I love it because it's not like overtly, you know, Christian in one sense of it's not like ministries or whatever. So it's like, you know, if there ever becomes something in our culture where, you know, there's there's a discrimination against towards believers, you know, this is no, I'm just helping people think well. And obviously this is a Christ based religious organization, but the name itself doesn't necessarily give that away. It leaves a little bit of curiosity there. Of, well, think, well, what, what does that mean? What exactly are you doing? And it kind of opens up those questions uh, to say, hey, I'm, I'm a part of or I support or I run an organization called Think Well. And it's like, well, well what is that? And so I kind of, I think it leaves kind of a fun little curiosity there is exactly what it does and kind of opens up that conversation for those uh, that are curious. And so um, anyways, uh, that is kind of what is related there. Um, and so wanting to, again, help people think well. And so this is fun. This is exciting. Um, and if you are curious, this is an official 501c3 recognized by the IRS organization. And so just like before with my church, all donations are tax deductible. Uh, if you want to give with a one-time gift, obviously at the beginning of this organization, uh, there's a lot of new uh, just fees and charges and things that come up as you have to pay certain people to do certain things to establish this and get it functioning rightly from the beginning. So there's a lot of upfront costs. Uh, if you want to give a one-time gift and kind of help support those upfront costs, I would greatly appreciate that. If you want to become a monthly supporter and continue to help out and what it's doing just to continue to cover all the expenses of the ministry, books that are buying to do interviews and all that kind of stuff. Uh, keep the lights on, right? I, I want to continue to provide free content. I want this to be free. I don't want to have to charge for anything. I want this to reach more people. Uh, and so, and I don't like ads. Uh, I, I, I got rid of, if you didn't notice, I got rid of all the ads in the middle of my videos uh, because YouTube was just putting too many there. And so it's like, hey, get rid of those. I want this to not be broken up and be distracted by all the ads. And so with that, um, if you want to help support on a monthly basis, you can do that. So they, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, the link is to, below in the description. Uh, but if you want, uh, the name of the website has also been changed. It's now thinkwell.org. It's with a dash, think-well.org. If you're listening on podcast, think-well.org is the new website and you can go there for more information. And so that is one really fun, exciting kind of update and uh, that I wanted to share with you. Now, also other ministry updates as we jump in. Speaking, as I've told you at the beginning, has been busy. And so, again, if you um, are still here, if you're still watching, if you're interested, um, 
look, I, I would love to have your support as far as not only financially, what we just talked about, and that's necessary, uh, but also with prayer. Um, things have been going really well. So just a quick thing on some speaking events, then I'm going to tell you about upcoming interviews, and then we'll get, jump to any questions that you have. You can post those there as well. But um, I have already finished two of my seven different events this summer. And so uh, my wife and I and son were able to go up to a camp here in the Southern California area where there's about or so 85 or so junior high and high school students. We spent three days with them, gave five lectures, atheist role play, um, then how to kind of understand uh, a biblical approach to the world and, and, and where people are at and understanding where people are at, um, and then trying to help them think critically about cultural issues. So there was a talk on gender identity and how do we navigate that as believers. Um, and then there's also, you know, giving a talk on entertainment culture. And so it was a really, really fun time to just be there with these students to help them, again, think well about the culture, help them approach these different challenging issues from a biblical worldview and truly understanding how to approach the world from God's perspective. They had a lot of really great questions and it was just a blast to be with them. Now, after that trip, we immediately left. Um, I did for an LA immersive experience with Maven, right? So one of my jobs as well is I work with Maven, an uh, organization training Christians to know truth, pursue goodness and create beauty. And so there are three trips. I still have one coming up, but there are three different trips that we do with Maven, right? There's a biblical immersive experience, which I'm actually going on next week uh, to Utah, where we train Christians in a Christian theology and Mormon theology, and then engage with Mormons and, and engage in and getting them out there to actually share the gospel and talk about who Jesus is and who God is and being able to articulate the differences there. We also have an apologetics trip where we train Christians on Christian apologetics and philosophy, and we take them out to have conversations with skeptics. Um, and then the one I was on last week is the worldview trip. And so this trip really is focused on getting students to think about life, to, to see all things from their biblical worldview, to see how a biblical worldview affects every single area of life. So this was fun because it's very different. There's not the interactions like on the apologetic or biblical trip uh, with unbelievers or non-believers or Mormons uh, to have those sort of conversations and share the gospel. But this is mainly just giving them an experience that exposes them to different issues, as well as then giving a biblical perspective on that issue. So things like a biblical view of art. And then we took them to the Getty Art Museum and they looked at art from a biblical perspective. And, and how does this reflect a Christian worldview versus other worldviews? Um, we did a, an experience where we went through West Hollywood um, and then we talked about a biblical view of sexuality and identity and, and we're able to work, walk through the, with the students of what does the Bible have to say about our identity and our sexuality? How does that compare to a culture's view in how people are approaching these issues? Uh, we, we gave them a, a Christian view of economics and work. What does it look like to be a, a, an employee from a biblical worldview? How are we supposed to handle money from a biblical worldview? We had a presentation on New Age views and kind of the issues with New Ageism and, and new kind of new spirituality, the questions that they can and can't answer, and then how do we approach different issues that are kind of related to the New Age movement from a biblical worldview as well. We went to the Museum of Tolerance here in Los Angeles, which is the uh, Holocaust Museum. 
and, and looked at this idea of, of, of sin and corruption and brokenness and justice and, and what do we do about injustice? And, and trying to, again, address that from a biblical worldview. Uh, we did two different things on poverty. where We talked about a biblical view of poverty. We went down to Venice Beach where there's a lot of homeless and, and did some help with the homeless there in a way that helps them and not hurts them. We went over to the Orange County Rescue Mission, which is one of the most comprehensive uh, homeless ministries in the country, uh, where they were able to serve alongside uh, people who have gotten off the streets and are part of their program to get back up on, the receipt, on, on their feet. Uh, receiving a hand up, not just a hand out. Uh, there was a presentation by one guy who's been in the program about a year. And again, just trying to help them see how are we supposed to deal with those who are poor? How are we supposed to deal with the homeless who are living around us um, from a biblical worldview? And so there's a lot of other issues that we talked about, but those are the two trips that I've been on so far. Uh, just, again, trying to help Christians think well, think biblically about all of life to where they don't have this separation Right. Where, where it's like the, the, the Christian life is over here and then the rest of the world is over here. Right. I, here's where I worship God. Then here's where I make my money and here's where I have my fun. It's like, no, God has something to say about that. God has something to say about everything. How do we have that biblical approach? So those were two events. If you've been praying for me, I, I appreciate it. I've been trying to post a few little updates on the YouTube community page, as well as there's other social media uh, that is there as well that you can stay uh, connected with, with what's happening. Now, coming up, Here's one that you can be a part of if you are listening and you um, and you catch this before it goes out. Um, this weekend in Torrance, California. Now, if you're in the L.A. area, this is open. But if you're not, this will be live streamed. And again, I'm going to post this on social media. I'm going to post this on my YouTube page if you're interested. But I am speaking at the Torrance, the Bread of Life Church uh, Summer Conference Series uh, that is this weekend. So every summer they have a conference. They bring in a speaker. And I was blessed and lucky enough to be chosen to be this summer's summer conference speaker. So Friday night, one talk Friday night, two Saturday morning and two Sunday morning. There are going to be five sessions total uh, that I'm going to be giving. They are live streaming all five sessions on their YouTube channel. Um, I believe that those links are kind of um, restricted. At least you have to have the link. And so um, I forgot to post it before, but um, afterwards in the description on YouTube, I will post their website where they give you the link to every single one, as well as on social media and on YouTube. I will be posting the link for each one before it goes live. But again, those sessions, I think uh, if I remember off the top of my head, Friday night is going to be a talk that I do called Everyone Has to Start Somewhere. I don't think I actually have that recorded uh, in full on YouTube. Um, and so really, this is a talk to try to see, again, um, take a different approach to life, understanding who God is and how he relates to us. And as well as I think it applies to both evangelism, as well as how to have conversations with people and understand where they're at. And so this is going to be kind of a basic apologetic. It gives a little bit of apologetic for God's existence. And as well as this is someone, God is someone that you should want to get to know. Uh, Saturday morning is going to be um, how relativism undermines the faith in Christ, um, how we need to understand the, these relativistic ideas in our culture, as well as um, what else is Saturday? I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe uh, why does God allow evil? I think that might be Saturday as well. That might be Sunday morning. Um, so then there's why does God allow evil is another one. And then uh, Sunday, 
I think is why God allows evil. And then I'm finishing Sunday with a talk on redeeming entertainment culture. Uh, so there's one more talk in there. I can't remember off the top of my head, but that is this coming weekend, Friday night, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. So again, those are live streamed if you want to watch it. Uh, or if you're in the area, I would love to see you in person. Come out and say hi. Now, the day I finish speaking at Tor in Torrance, uh, my wife and I and my son are flying out to Utah for the biblical immersive experience with Maven that I just told you about. There's a team of about 34 high school students from Tampa, Florida that are going to be flying out to Utah. We're going to be doing a week of ministry there in Utah. So again, a lot of updates will go out on Instagram. If you want to follow there, Ryan Polly three, uh, you can kind of keep up to date with what's happening each day. After coming back from that trip, there's another trip uh, up to another summer camp here in Southern California where um, there's a combined junior high, high school um, camp. And I helped develop the curriculum for this camp. So there's going to be eight sessions uh, walking through evidence for God and uh, how science and faith uh, relate to each other. There's also going to be the talk on gender identity. Uh, I think why God allows evil, redeeming and academic culture, right? So this is just a wide range of talks uh, to help the students understand, again, a, a biblical approach to life, how Christianity answers the difficult questions um, in life, um, how we respond to the difficult challenges, the science and faith issues, uh, why God allows evil issues, as well as then apply to cultural issues like gender identity and um, I don't remember, entertainment and all that kind of stuff. And so that is coming up uh, in July. After that, we fly out to Tampa, Florida, uh, giving a similar range of talks at a church uh, retreat there, high school retreat in Tampa. And then in August, again, I've talked about this a little bit. I'll talk about it more. Um, Summit Colorado, right? Summit Ministries, if you don't know, Summit is an incredible ministry. Every summer they have seven two-week-long sessions training uh high school and like college age students, 16 to 22 year olds on a biblical worldview. And um, it is about 70 hours of lectures. Uh, I think there's like 40 lectures, about 70 hours over the course of 12 days where there's about 15 different speakers and faculty members come in to train students over the 12 days on a biblical approach to pretty much everything, giving them that biblical worldview. Uh, if you don't know Summit, it's amazing. Um, but I... Um, I was obvious, I was blessed and, and so excited to be invited as what's called a faculty in residence. So again, my wife and son and I are flying out to Summit where we, where we will be living at the Summit Hotel, session seven. I think all the girl slots are full, but if you're a guy or you have a son who's listening, I think that there are still are some uh, boy slots available. But session seven, Summit Colorado, uh, we'll be living there for two weeks. And so I'll be giving four talks throughout my time there, but mainly our role is just to hang out with the students to answer questions during uh, free time, to, to have meals with them, to kind of just be a family uh, that kind of just models what this all kind of looks like. So there's a big pressure to that. Uh, but then other faculty members will be coming in, giving lectures, and I kind of am there to answer questions based on those lectures if they can't talk to that faculty member. And so that is what is, again, coming up that I would love your prayers for. Um, question came in, Jima Joe, thanks for asking. It says, can I donate through YouTube and website or only website? Um, yeah, there, so YouTube has, um, I, I still have it turned on. Uh, YouTube has ability to donate. There's like the thanks button at the bottom or there are like super stickers. YouTube takes like 30% of that, I think. Uh, and so if you donate through YouTube, that is available, uh, but about 70% comes to me. Um, if you go through my website, there are two different ways of donating. So thanks for, for asking this, Jima Joe. Um, 
Two different ways of donating. Uh, you can either donate online uh, through Giving Fuel is the platform that I've chosen and that I'll be receiving donations from. Uh, again, just like with any online platform, they are going to take a, a small percentage, but it's way, way, way smaller uh, than YouTube. And so uh, a lot more will go to the ministry uh, if you give through my website. Uh, there's also the ability to give uh, by mail. So you can send a check uh, by mail. Um, the address, I can pull that up if you're interested. It is on my website, uh, but I can pull that up here really quick for you. Um, and obviously, if you send a check through mail, then 100% uh, will go into the ministry um, rather than because uh, you're not dealing with any sort of other uh, company uh, to allow those donations to go through. So the address, you would make the checks payable to ThinkWell and then mail it to ThinkWell. And that is P.O. Box 853, Placentia, California, 92871. So again, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, at the very bottom of the description, there is a link that will send you to the donate page that will give you those options. Um, so again, I guess you can donate all three ways. Uh, you can donate through the mail, send a check or, or a money order or whatever. You can, you know, through banks, you can do like a, a bill pay where it just sends a check every month if you want to set up a monthly thing. Um, and 100% will come into the ministry. Um, and there's an address for that. If you want to give through online, give through my website online, Giving Fuel, a very small percentage is taken for processing fees, but the uh, the rest goes into the ministry. Uh, you also can give to uh, YouTube and um, they just take a much larger percentage. So thanks for that question, Jima Joe, and uh, hope that helps. Um, one other thing is before I jump in, because, oh, this is relevant to uh, the interviews that are coming up. So uh, you said, um, Gima Joe, I saw Lisa Childers on your webpage. Love her. She is going to be a guest um, on your show in August. Uh, so you're looking forward to having her. That's awesome that you're going to have her. So here's one of the interviews. So one of the first interviews coming up, Lisa Childers, right, is 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 well known for speaking out against progressive Christianity. She wrote the, the book, Another Gospel, where she argues that progressive Christianity is another gospel and and kind of these ideas that Christians need to be aware of. Now, recently, there was a book written critiquing Elisa Childers um, called Progressive Christians Love Jesus Too by Randall Rouser. And um, I was watching his um, Twitter account. And I was seeing a lot of the stuff he was posting and and um, and the ways that he was trying to interact with this. And I thought, look, there's a lot of people right now creating content on progressive Christianity. And I think for very good reason is we as Christians have to think well about progressive Christianity, what it is and how to approach it. And there's a lot of people saying, hey, here's something conversation I had. Let me tell you about it. And then there's critiques that happen over here. And there are some times where people get together for a conversation to think about it. And um, I think that should happen. Maybe I could say more than it is happening is, is the conversation about it. And so I wanted to, I had Elisa Childers on the show a while back when her book, Another Gospel came out. Um, and I do side with Elisa. I, I've read her book and I, I agree that I, I think in progressive Christianity, depending on how it's defined, is another gospel. It, it, it changes enough of the core Christian faith um, to where it is something different. Randall Rouser would agree. Uh, sorry, we would disagree. Uh, he is going to say, no, progressive Christians love Jesus too. There's there's not enough of a corruption here. Uh, they are Christian. There's no reason to call them not Christian. I've invited Randall to come on the show, right? And so uh, June 6th, sorry, not June, July 6th. June 6th has already passed. July 6th, Randall Rouser is going to be joining the show. Uh, I don't remember exactly what time of the day. Most of the interviews are going to be happening in the morning. Let me pull this up here really quick. I forgot to write it down. Uh, June 6, 11 a.m. Pacific time. 
Uh, Randall is going to be coming on the show uh, to discuss his book, Progressive Christians Love Jesus Too. And so this is going to be a conversation with someone who um, I'm going to disagree with. And I, and I told him this when I wrote him the email. I said, look, um, I'm going to side with Elisa on this topic. I, I do think progressive Christianity, as far as it's defined in a certain way, right, is another gospel. Um, but I do also think that Randall brings up a lot of really good questions that need to be thought through. And so um, rather than just kind of talking about progressives and and how to kind of think about it. Uh, I want to invite someone on that in one sense considers himself a progressive Christian um, uh, to kind of explain it for himself. And so you can hear from him uh, where he thinks, you know, it, it is too far, uh, where he thinks Christians are misrepresenting progressive Christians. And so you can kind of hear that side from someone who holds to that side. And so I have some pushback, obviously, and we're going to talk through that. Uh, but that is going to be the first live stream after I come back from my Utah Biblical Immersive Experience on July 6th. Um, after that, Daryl Bach, if you are unfamiliar with that name, uh, if you're a pastor or, or preach at your church, you probably are familiar with Bach, especially if you preach through the book of Luke or the book of Acts. Daryl Bach is, is a well-known New Testament scholar that has written probably the go-to commentary on Luke and Acts. And so if, if you've ever studied those books, gone in depth and pulled commentaries on Luke or Acts, you've probably read or looked at the Bach commentary. Not only is he a world-renowned New Testament scholar, Daryl Bach is also the Director of Cultural Engagement at Dallas Theological Seminary. And he wrote this book, which I'll show you here on YouTube, Cultural Intelligence, Living for God in a Diverse Pluralistic World. And so he takes examples from Paul and trying to create a theology of cultural engagement, right? So obviously with me going back to school for my doctorate in engaging mind and culture, this is my passion. I want to try to help train you to think well of how to engage culture. Well, then that would be inviting someone like Daryl Bakken, the director of cultural engagement from Dallas Theological Seminary, written the book Cultural Intelligence to hear from him how we can be better about our cultural engagement. So that is July 12 at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Two days later, right, I'm trying to combine some interviews in for you in the time that I'm home and trying to cram pack some content so that while I'm gone, you have some stuff to watch. Uh, but Tuesday, two days later on July 14 at 10 a.m. Pacific time, Alex McFarland is coming on the show. He wrote a book quite a while ago. It's not a recent book, but a while ago uh, titled The 21 of the Toughest Questions Your Kids Will Ask About Christianity. So he's going to come on the show and I'm going to pick five or 10 of those 21. Um, and we're just going to talk through some of the toughest questions that students ask about Christianity. So if you're a parent and you want to try to figure out how can I help, how can I be prepared to answer the questions that my kids are asking? If you're a teacher and you say, how can I be prepared to answer the questions my students are asking? Or maybe you are the student and you have these questions. I hope this show is going to be encouragement for you, is good for you to help you think through the questions that you have. And so um, July 14, Alex McFarland coming on to discuss some of the toughest questions kids ask about Christianity. And then lastly, I head off to my... Um, head off to my the camp trip here in Southern California, and I come back from that. And on July 25th, Mikel Del Rosario is coming on uh, to talk about questions about Jesus. And so um, 
Mikelda, he just received his doctorate and wrote his dissertation on the divine claims of Jesus in the New Testament. Uh, he was at Dallas Theological Seminary. He co-hosted the Table podcast with Daryl Bach at Dallas Theological Seminary and has recently received a position being a professor at Moody Bible Institute. And his, so his doctorate is in Jesus and the divine claims of Jesus and the divinity of Jesus. And so I've asked him to come on and say, hey, how about some of the toughest questions about Jesus? And so with Alex McFarland, we're going to stay away from questions about Jesus because in a few weeks, um, Mikel Del Rosario is going to be coming on to discuss some of the toughest questions about Jesus. So all that said, if you have questions about Jesus, please send them in. Uh, you can either comment on this video. You can email me right now. It's still um, contact at coffeehousequestions.com. You can, uh, that'll be changing hopefully soon. Um, you can contact through social media at Ryan Polly three is most of my social media accounts are on Facebook. I think that's Ryan Polly two on Facebook. Um, and so you can start sending those questions that you have for those interviews. So those are going to be four fun, exciting, interesting interviews coming up here the rest of this summer. Now, the last thing I want to kind of reach out to um, thank you, Jima Joe, for saying that you'll donate. That is so, so encouraging. I appreciate that. It's just, again, I don't know how to say this, but just, I, I love doing this, right? And I, and I, and I do it just because I love it. And, and I love getting this time to, to, to share what I've learned. I also to, to, to receive critique on the things that I say to make sure I formulate my thoughts well. Um, and so when other people want to give back and want to partner in that, uh, it is such a blessing and encouragement. So thank you so much for that. Uh, one other thought I had, and I'm just going to pitch this out there and see what you guys think. And this is kind of the last, I think of the announcements. Um, I didn't think it would go 30 minutes, but Hey, it went 30 minutes. So this is the last of the announcements. If you have questions, uh, send them in. Um, uh, I just picked up <laughs> this book. Now this is an older book, Richard Dawkins, a uh, few years. I forget exactly when, uh, this was published. Let's see here. Uh, the publishing date on it is 2000. Oh, 19, 2019. So just a few years old, right? Dawkins famous for like the God delusion, other books. Uh, he wrote this. It's more of like a written almost like kids, right? It's a beginner's guide. Uh, titled Outgrowing God by Richard Dawkins. And, and I've always looked at this book and I thought, you know, wouldn't it be interesting to pick that book up and um, kind of work through the arguments that he gives? Um, and it wasn't until I got a library card yesterday <laughs> and uh, saw this in the religious religion section um, that uh, it's broken up into two very nice sections. Um, part one, Goodbye God part two, evolution and beyond, right? So surely there must be an intelligent designers, one chapter, um, and kind of, uh, did we evolve to be religious? You know, did we evolve to be nice? Uh, part one is arguments that supposedly are going to destroy God is that there are so many gods, uh, but how is it true? Uh, the myths and how they start. And then he talks about the Bible. Um, do we need to be God in order to be good or do we need God in order to be good? And then how do we decide what is good? And so those are kind of the chapters and the breakdown of this book. And so my thought was, uh, I just got this from the library. I wanted to kind of read through this and then do like maybe a mini series uh, working through the arguments that Richard Dawkins gives in this newer book of his again, like written to young people, like the chapters are super short. And so it's like, man, if we're not careful, like, this may be convincing to some. And, and as I've looked over briefly, these are not the best arguments. So anyways, uh, if that sounds interesting, that is something I'm thinking of doing as well coming up here in the future uh, to work through his book, the arguments he gives that supposedly are good by God and, um, and evaluating those and kind of sharing my thoughts on them. So, um, all right. I think I've covered pretty much everything. 
I talked about what the summer has been. I've talked about the new launching of this ministry. I've talked about all the events coming up that I would love your prayer for uh, as we head out on the road, my family and I, to, to train and equip and be with students. Uh, there are four interviews that you can be looking forward to in the next few weeks. Um, I would agree, yeah, Dawkins and his philosophy and his doing polemics uh, and is, is not the best. Um, <laughs> and again, like even like the first argument, right, in the book, right, uh, why are, are there are so many gods, right? This is, I think, just such a, such a, simple thing, right? There are so many gods. How do you know yours is the right one? That's how some people put it. Um, or there are so many gods and you're an atheist when it comes to all the rest. So I just go one step further, one God further. It's like saying there are so many men in the world. How do you know Bob is the murderer? It could have been a, one of the other 3 billion men. It's like, well, we point to Bob as the murderer because there's evidence that points to Bob, right? And um, so, you know, and it's like, well, I just go one God further. Well, the difference it's of an atheist and a theist is not how many gods you reject. It's a theist is someone who believes that there's a God. An atheist is one that says there is no God. And so um, these are simple arguments that seem to be convincing to some as you look on like social media and places and they're often presented as this, well, but there are so many gods. How do you know yours is the right one? Um, and it's because they kind of keep showing back up, even though they have been responded to many, many many times. And so, hey, there's probably a million responses out there to these arguments, but hey, why not a million and one? <laughs> why not one more if that's something that could be of value to you? Um, so with that, okay, all the events that happened, all the events coming up, four different interviews for you to look forward to in the future, uh, as well as, as always, let me just throw this out as well. On my website, there's also a page where you can suggest someone, right? So um, I'm always trying to find new books, new authors, uh, new Christian thinkers um, to have conversations with. And I take recommendations, I take suggestions. And so if you have a suggestion on someone who has written a book that you want to talk through, um, I would love to kind of hear that thought and be able to consider that person. Um, again, uh, what I've been trying to do uh, what's interesting is I receive have received criticism of like, well, I only interview Christians or people I agree with. And that's not necessarily true. Not everyone I, I interview do I agree with everything that they say. Um, I think they have interesting points to think through. Um, but I also um, want to um, interview people that disagree. And so I've reached out. There's been multiple atheists that have commented on stuff, um, kind of crit criticizing and critiquing. And I've reached out to them and said, hey, I'm willing to have you on my show. Let's have a conversation about this. And they always agree. And then nothing ever gets set up. Um, and so uh, I, I'm trying to find other people as well to kind of introduce you. I don't want this to turn into a debate show, uh, but I, I think it is a value to to hear you, have you hear things from another perspective, from the own perspective, not just someone talking about atheists, but have the atheists talk for themselves, have the progressive Christian talk for themselves and to be able to evaluate it well. And so that's always my hope. So uh, the person um, doesn't have to necessarily agree, although that always is easier, uh, less kind of vetting, so to speak, needs to happen um, if that is the way that it is. Uh, question. Okay. May I ask what time, uh, time zone I'm in to watch the interview on July 6th? Yes, I'm in uh, California. So Pacific time. Um, yeah, so we are Pacific time uh, on the 6th. It's going to be 11 a.m. is what it is in my um, uh, my phone. I'm hopefully before I leave uh, for the Torrance conference this weekend, um, hopefully um, I will have 
all the thumbnails for those four interviews created and up on YouTube. And so uh, it should, you know, if you click on the thumbnail of the upcoming interviews or upcoming live streams, it'll give you the time uh, when it's being streamed in your area. It kind of adjusts for those time zones things. So, but yep, uh, I'm in Pacific time. So with that, I don't see any other questions in the live chat. So Slam and Jima Joe, thank you so much for being here. Everyone else uh, who uh, is watching after the fact or listening on radio or podcast, thank you so much for being here again. It has been such an honor and a blessing. Um, seven years or so since I started kind of this ministry, it's undergone a lot of changes. It's undergone some, some new things and adapting to different things and going from blogging to podcasting to now to YouTube and podcast. Um, but it has been fun. And I just hope that this is the beginning of so much more as I continue to grow in my knowledge and my understanding, and then being able to share that with you and help continue to equip you the church, uh, or even if you're not a Christian, uh, to continue uh, thinking through um, these things and to, again, apply a biblical worldview to everything, to think well and live well. Um, so again, what time again on the interview? 11 a.m. 11 a.m. on July 6th with Randall Rouser discussing progressive Christianity. So with that, thank you all again for being here, for your support. Um, I don't know if this is a show that you would share with people around you, but if you want to hit like and share and subscribe, that would uh, be an encouragement as well as we continue to head off and to um, do more things and to continue making a difference. Isn't it amazing that we get to participate in the kingdom work that God has called us to, that we get to use our talents and our giftings and things he's given us to build up his kingdom. I love it. I'm amazed by it. I'm encouraged by it. And I hope you are too. So with that, um, have a wonderful, blessed rest of your day. Continue to think well and think deeply about God, Christianity, Jesus, because they are worth thinking about. See everybody. Have a blessed rest of your day.